by Jefferson Awakiran. Political conflicts and disagreement in Edo State have always been worrisome and divisive but its intensity and consequences haven't been this polarizing and devastating, as recent developments. Any attempt to trace the history of these conflicts will result in a major seminar work, outside the scope of this brief write-up. During the Babangida years, Edo politicians positioned themselves as bridge-builders and gateway to North and South, with Chief Tony Ananai of the SDP and Chief Tom Ikemi both Aishans, from Edo Central, simultaneously leading the two dominant political parties. With so much to gain from cooperation rather than competing, they strode the political landscape with some much political arrogance and annoyance. Back home, the Beanies, flaunting its famed majority, demanded exclusive executive leadership of the political parties. The NRC, a rampart gathering of the old NPN projected Chief Lucky Igbenedian while the SDP, assembled warhorses of UPN and tapped Feisty Top civil servant, Chief John Oyegun as its flag-bearer in the 1991 general election. The two political debutantes, awash with solid war chests, turned Edo State into a battleground of antithetical progressives. Chief Oyegun won the election, but his government was short-lived and abruptly shoved aside by the military moderators of the transition to civil rule, that was designed to keep the military in power. The subsequent five registered political parties, organized for this purpose were difficult to tell apart with organizational notoriety, funding and objectives. In spite of the garrison command structures of the military-inspired political parties, professional politicians in Edo State found outlets for their unending rivalries and resumed their unfinished political wars. Chief Tom Ikemi of the NRC found job as foreign affairs minister and spokesman of military rules. He quickly rallied General S.O. Ovbamudia, former governor and minister to form the UNCP, a dominant political party that won all the seats in the 15th of March, 1997 local government election. Chief Tom Ikemi's political rival, Chief Tony Ananai also sought and found shelter and leadership in the not-too-popular DPN with remnant of his SDP folks. It's very instructive to note that these acclaimed Democrats found comfort and satisfaction in a political process that resolved electoral conflicts by the tossing of a coin as when General Jeremiah Useni overruled Nikon's decision to conduct by-election in three area councils in Abuja, and declared that tossing of coins was cost-effective in divine politics. Embarrassed by the desecrated divisive politics of the military after the death of General Avaka, these leaders sought accommodation and unity in the transition program of General Abdul Salami Abubakar, using two novel political platforms, the Edo Mass Movement, EMM and Edo People's Congress, EPC. General S.O. Ofamudia's EMM was the dominant partner in the merger and unity talks with Chief Tony Ananize-led EPC, with Prince Clifford Uika officiating as the broker. General S.O. Ofamudia and his allies of the defunct UNCP approached the negotiations with the seriousness required by assembling coteries of old, inflexibly determined friends that required walking sticks, constant doses of amlodipine and kalanuts to steady them during meetings. Chief Tony Ananai and his group as junior partners in the merger negotiations, on the other hand assembled a team of young and ambitious political scientists, hard-boiled negotiators, and coffee-sipping ideologues. It was a meeting of ancient versus modern, military leader versus political leader, decisiveness versus inquisitiveness, conviction versus uncertainty, advocate versus integrate, ambiguity versus curiosity, strategies versus alliterativeness. It was a strategic mismatch and the beginning of a new era in Edo politics, 
as the EMM group chose executive positions across board, in the planned People Democratic Party, PDP, powerful forces have tipped to form government. Chief Tony Ananai and his group, the EPC readily accepted party leadership and position in the proposed PDP. Leaders of the two groups joyfully sealed the merger deal and privately celebrated the deft deception embedded in the agreement. The agreement expressly provided that General Ovbamudia's group, EMM to the exclusion of any other group was to bring and produce all the executive positions, in the planned elections, which included the governorship, Senate, House of Representatives, House of Assemblies, local government chairmen, commissioners and councillors. The agreement also provided that Chief Tony Ananai's group to the exclusion of any other group was to produce and fill to all leadership and party positions in the proposed PDP, which included ward chairmen and executives up to national party positions. The agreement also provided for exclusive powers to choose and nominate candidate for any position at federal executive council, federal boards, ambassadors, etc. With this position, frontline aspirants and erstwhile candidates and friends of the military like Chief Samaridia and Ambassador Abdulaziz Garuba, lost out to new persons, willing to pay for the gubernatorial and senatorial positions which explain why Honorable R.S. Awi, was forced to step down from the gubernatorial race and directed to accept senatorial seat in Edo South. In all the local government councils, the agreement was rigorously implemented. In Orito local government area, the state capital, Honorable Samson Ismwade, the chairman exclusively assembled the 12 wards chairman who were answerable only to Chief Tony Ananai and Prince Solomon Agul. Similarly, the beneficiaries of all the executive positions were answerable to the general Ovamudia's group exclusively. The consequences of this mismatch did not unravel till few months later, but to discerning students of Edo politics, Chief Tony Ananai's group have played a fast one on the big but vainglorious EMM group. They applied the 22nd Law of Power, as espoused by Robert Greene, which postulates that, when confronted by stronger opposition, you surrender to transform weakness into power. With their grip on the party structures from the wards to national level, Chief Tony Ananai's group moved quickly to consolidate and extend the reaches of the Abeni Guest House Agreement, by using party structures to determine the emergence of candidates for executive positions in the 2003 general elections. In Edo South, General S.O. Ovimudia could not save his friend, Senator Roland Owie, the incumbent senator, or help him get a second term. Mrs. Daisy A. Hanare Denjuma with the help of Chief Tony Ananai crushed all opposition. Space and Forum would not permit an elaborate spotlight on the senatorial affairs, suffice to say that, it was a deliberate coup to decimate strong base of General S.O. Ovimudia's lieutenants, and take over the leadership of the party in Edo South, and shift the headquarter of Edo state politics to Yurimi. Not surprising, it was a seismic political coup, as Chief Tony Ananai became the clock and calendar of Edo state politics, and national leader of the PDP. Without shooting a single bullet, Chief Tony Ananai captured General S.O. Ovimudia and his political capital, held his few remaining supporters hostages, until they capitulated and accepted his leadership. Immediately thereafter, Chief Tony Ananai, stopped coming to Benin to attend political meetings, even when he conveniently landed in Benin Airport. All major meetings were held at his Yuromi country home and Nova Hotel, Yuromi, had permanent rooms for many influential Benin leaders, at their own expenses. 
Major political meetings in Edo South were held only with the permissions of Chief Tony Ananai and any without his permissions, were deemed rebellious and details of such meetings were leaked to him by Benin leaders desperate for political appointments which only him could guarantee and provide. From 2002 till his death, in October, 2018 Chief Tony Ananai never allowed any negotiation that threatened his leadership hold on the PDP in Edo State, not even when he was forced to cede the governorship ticket to Professor Osirimano Sunbury in 2007, which is the key basis of his disagreement with Professor Osunber's short-lived government. Unlike General S.O. Ofamudia's group position, Chief Tony Ananai realized early in his political odyssey, that whoever controls the party and government controls the government. While Edo South leaders were after the temporary gains of executive positions, Chief Tony Ananai Group were strategically waiting outside the corridor of power to seize and control government. How did a police officer defeat a military general, with all the years of training in Liddell Hart's art of strategy? What is the fallout of this political gambit in Edo South politics? General S.O. Ovbamudia before he became military governor of Midwest region was for many years, a notable instructor in the Nigeria Army, before his retirement in 1975. He was infused with the big man theory of command and control, which requires officers to make good decisions quickly and ensured compliance. Chief Tony Ananai on the other hand was a graduate of the College of Ambiguity, where people were trained to see that there are multiple ways to look at a problem or situation. Mitigating ambiguity means suspending judgment and decision-making, until more facts are known or more interpretation or perceptive are articulated. In effect, a leader must keep from making a decision until the best decision or at least a better decision is found. Tolerating ambiguity requires patience and being comfortable with the anxiety and uncertainty of not knowing what is to be done. Lack of this still often leads to what is known as rush to judgment. All these Chief Tony Ann and I deployed against a general and a good man stomped and swapped by political lieutenants, who were not only local visionaries, but were blinded by private privations. Unfortunately, politics in Nigeria is fueled and propelled by immediate personal gains, masked and shrouded in tribal sentiments. But in the case of Chief Tony Ananai, his politics was fueled by political and economic domination of his environment, which explains why he was ready to remain in opposition in Edo State, during Governor Osunber's short stay in Government House, then cede political power. In 2007, with the opposition by General S.O. Ofamudias decimated, Chief Tony Ananai found his replacement in Senator Azarimino Sunber who quickly attracted the displaced remnants of Ofamudia's troops. The target of the renewed conflict was total and complete control of the PDP in Edo State. Consequently, parallel state congresses were conducted in the state with Governor Osunber encamping his troops at Obey Stadium, Benin City where Mr. Edward Sato was selected as state chairman. Chief Ananai's faction took over NTA Pavilion on TB Road. Benin City with Chief Dan Orby, the selected one. Surprisingly, the national leadership of the party recognized Bar. Edward Sato's leadership of the party. A political civil war started in Edo State, forcing the national leadership of the PDP to dissolve the antagonistic executives, produced at Oak Bay Stadium and NTA Pavilion. The intervention of the national leadership led to the harmonization of party leadership between Chief Ananai Group and Senator Azarimino Sunbur's group. Negotiating from a very weak structural position, Senator Osunber's group lost, as late barrister Samson Ikeboff was chosen as state chairman, while the position of deputy state chairman and state secretary were given to Senator Osunber's group. 
Honorable Clement Benedo Osagi, the Deputy State Chairman, immediately got swallowed by the subtle guiles of the old war machines and PDP Command and Control Center was firmly returned and re-established in Urami. Frustrated by the inflexibility of the new leadership, a lot of PDP members moved over to the opposition APC, teaming up with the deregistered No Man Is God group that left earlier to prop up fresh rebellion under Comrade Adams Oshiomo leadership. Suddenly, disaster happened. Barrister Ikaboff, the former commissioner for justice and the stormy petrol of Animi, died in a fiery motor accident that claimed his son, driver and a police officer. With no opposition in sight, Chief Dan Orby easily waltzed his way to the chairmanship position of the party. For over ten years, he held on to the ideas of party supremacy, under the guidance of Chief Tony Ananai and under the most brutal and punishing state and national embarrassments from the APC. His comical digs at Comrade Oshium Hole amused his followers but not the electorates, who dented his records at elections back-to-back. Like a cat with nine lives, he survived all intrigues to remove him from office, or attempt whittle down his powers. With a solid support base in Edo South, Chief Dan Orby spoke hope and strength into his followers and rightly standing by them, in the protection and substances of their elective and party offices. It was a marriage forged in Chief Tony Ananai's school of sweat, tears and blood. In 2020, Comrade Adams Ashiomol orchestrated the ouster of Governor Godwin Abeski from the APC, forcing the governor to seek accommodation in PDP to actualize his second-term bid. Unfortunately, the governor was not sufficiently informed of the cloak-and-dagger grip of the party by the real owners of the party. The whole political talk and marriage was built on deceit and cemented in subterfuge. Governor Godwin Abeski wanted a platform. Edo PDP wanted a return to power, exploiting the enormous goodwill of the governor. The governor was made to believe that he will automatically become the leader and the new clock and calendar of the party, but a ruse. A deliberate ruse and political fraud, executed with the most sophisticated hard-boiled graduates of Chief Tony Ananai's School of Ambiguity. The parallel congresses of the last few days, is unsurprising a reminder of the Governor Osunber, Chief Tony Ananai's war and I am deeply concerned for Governor as he embarrassingly extricates himself from the elaborate web of intrigue merchants of power have weaved around him. Unfortunately these merchants are not ready to sell nor lease power for now. At Views Exclusive Rights, Jefferson Awagheran, Esquire, is a Benin-based political analyst, human rights lawyer, journalist and a former newspaper reporter, May 17, 2022.